hear us through your AirPods or see us on your laptop, how about meeting us in real life? Because we're taking Queer Money on the road this summer and fall. Visit QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player to find out when we'll be in your neighborhood. You're listening to Queer Money episode 183. When you hear that someone is living in Spain for three months, you probably automatically make some assumptions about how much money they have and how they can afford it, right? Well, today we're sharing how we can afford to live in Spain for three months on less than what it would cost us to live in most U.S. cities. A piece of feedback we received from a brand partnership we had a year ago was that the client's readers thought we were too rich to be relatable. People often asked, how can you travel for a month here or live there for four months? So on the eve of the eve, before we leave for Spain for three months, we're sharing how exactly we're doing it and how you could, if you wanted to, too. There's personal finance for the masses. This is not personal finance for the masses. This is Queer Money. This podcast is sponsored by Capital One. Capital One is redesigning the banking experience by offering simple, straightforward, and seamless ways for you to bank from almost anywhere. So banking fits into your life, not the other way around. Welcome back to another episode of Queer Money. For most of you, by the time you listen to this, we will be just leaving for or arriving in Spain for a three-month geo-liberated adventure. Geo-liberated, <laughs> what is that? Geo-liberated is a word that we've coined to represent a life that is not reliant on living or working in one specific location. Now, we know many use the term digital nomad, but we prefer geo-liberated because you don't have to have a digital business to be geo-liberated, although it helps. Our goal this week is to share with you the three things we've done that allow us to live a geo-liberated life and one more thing that has allowed us to take off for Spain. Then in two weeks, we'll share with you five more things that we are doing that allow us to stay in Spain for less than what it would cost to live in many parts of the United States. So let's get started. What are these uh, first three things that we have done that allow us to live this geo-liberated life? So John, what is probably one of the biggest ones? <laughs> well, the biggest one is that we created the Debt Free Guys and Queer Money platform. Way back many moons ago, five plus years, we knew that we wanted to do two things. We wanted to stop working for somebody else. We wanted to be able to spend more time with each other. To me, I consider that one thing. And then two, we wanted to be able to help our community in some way, shape, or form. And that's exactly how the Debt Free Guys and Queer Money came about. And slowly things evolved that we realized that if we structured things correctly, we could literally live and work from anywhere in the world and do most of our job, depending upon how we, we built the business that we built. Right. Yeah. I remember uh, going back to the very beginning when we were having those conversations about paying off our debt and we asked what were the most important things to us. And we said, number one, that we wanted to save for a secure retirement. Number two, that we wanted to travel more without having to use credit cards, do it all in cash. And the number three, give back to our community. And it's kind of interesting that uh, we have taken that, that second one, travel more and 
kind of created somewhat of a lifestyle around that, allowing us to travel more is part of this geoliberation. As I mentioned in the outset in the, the intro to this, that being geoliberated doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be a digital nomad. Um, we know other individuals who live a somewhat geoliberated life but still work for someone else. So it doesn't require that you have your own business. As I mentioned, it does help. But for us, that was one of the big keys was that we started our own online business. And whether you're creating an online business or you have any form of business, oftentimes having a website is the key to getting your name out there. So for us, it started with creating a blog. For others, it started by creating a website that represents their business if it's not a blog. So I think one of the first keys, if you're looking to do this yourself, you may want to think about how do you have a web presence? And for some people, that's a blog. For some people, that's using social media. Although we tend to shy away from social media being your primary because you don't necessarily own that platform. With a blog, you own the platform. You can make the decisions as to what happens to it. But as we share with this first point, it's really kind of being able to figure out how to make more of the decisions about where you live and work on your own rather than relying on someone else. Exactly. And with, you know, we've all heard about the gig economy, the barrier to entry to start your own business has never been lower. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's, it's easy, but it's never been lower and more affordable, I think, for lots of people. I mean, you can, you can start a, a blog for as little as $10 after you buy the domain name and set up a, uh, an account to create a blog. You can do that for just a few dollars. But you don't necessarily have to to, to start a blog, you can choose many other platforms, um, but find something that's that's conducive for you, your talents, the lifestyle that you want to create. And if nothing else, if you never become geo-liberated, at the very least, you've increased your streams of income. Um, and you can have something to supplement or complement the income that you might be getting from a W-2 or another employer. Right. And remember, it doesn't necessarily have to be something that you started. We actually know of a couple who uh, have spent a significant amount of time over the last year in Curacao, and she has her own digital business, but he actually works for someone else. That employer allows him to work remotely, and that is becoming a bigger and bigger thing in, uh, in the gig economy in the world today, since so many people can work from home, ask if that's one of the things, this is one of the things you want. You may want to ask your employer, do you have to be in this city to continue working for them? Uh, can you work remotely from another location? This could be one of the first stepping stones for you having a geo-liberated life. Exactly. So then, Mr. Otten, what is number two? Well, Number two is probably one of the, the bigger things for us when it comes to affordability. The simple fact is living a geo-liberated life or living somewhere else means that you have less attachments, that you have given up some of the conventional expenses that most people, when they think about their life, they see those as the things that tie them down or hold them back from living where or how that they want. So we don't assume many of the conventional expenses that many of you probably have. We'll list a couple here. Probably one of the most important, the biggest ones, is mortgage or rent. So when we first started on our path to living a geo-liberated life, we were 
living in a condo. We had a conventional mortgage and it was a regular expense that we had to make sure we were taking care of. After we sold our condo, we moved into an apartment which gave us a little bit more freedom. It was the living in the apartment that literally allowed us to test out geoliberation living in Spain back in 2018. But it giving up mortgage or rent was one of the big things that allowed us to actually have a lot more money and a lot more freedom. Now, you may be saying to yourself, well, how do you give up mortgage or rent? <laughs> well, so we've, we've actually done a couple of things and we know several other people who have adopted some of these, I guess, traits. One is we've done some extended house sits where we watch a person's house or their dogs or cats um, and take care of their, their place essentially while they're traveling for whatever reason, whether they're traveling for work or for pleasure. So that allows us to be able to stay at a place for an extended period of time. We don't have to pay any, any mortgage or rent for that stit that's it. Our responsibility is to maintain the property that we're, we're, we're uh, managing. And then the other thing is we've done some extended stays at friends' places. Uh, some people know that we're not necessarily going to be in one location for a long period of time. So we've had some people offer up a spare room for, for us for a few months. And then a couple situations, we've had some friends or family who were happy for us to take up their couch or to sleep in their bed, but we also needed to pay rent to them. Yeah. And so it's allowed us to be a little bit more flexible than having a signed contract with a rental company that we uh, would have to pay an additional fee if we didn't keep that for at least a year. Right. So when it really when it comes to giving up our mortgage or rent, it's being flexible. We have given up uh, having a stationary place for an extended period of time, which has its advantages and disadvantages. And we have learned to live with some of the disadvantages, such as not having a lot of things, right? We can't haul all of our stuff with us. So we do have some stuff in storage, which we do have to pay for, but it has also given us the freedom to be able to travel. So one of the other conventional expenses that we have not taken on is something that many in the LGBT community are not traditionally taking on. So it gives many of us the opportunity to live a geoliberated life. And that is having children. Yeah. So we decided years ago that for whatever reason, we decided that we didn't want to have children. Um, I think at the time that we finally had that discussion, uh, we felt like we were a little bit too old uh, to uh, start having children. And we felt like that we had missed that boat, which, you know, at the end of the day, that things work out the way they work out. Um, but that, that is one expense that we don't have that lots of people do have. And that doesn't allow them the flexibility of being able to just drop and you know, pick up things and go whenever they feel like it. And we have that flexibility to do that. Um, but it is, there is a trade-off there, though, right? Because we don't have children. Uh, we won't have children around. Um, we won't have grandchildren. We won't have somebody to take care of us when we get older, necessarily. So there are, again, some trade-offs, um, but it is a huge expense that we um, aren't undertaking um, that does allow us to be a little bit more free. And as David said, many in the LGBTQ community I think only about 20% have children so far, and that number actually hasn't budged a whole lot for the last five years. So whether or not that will change, we don't know. But for many in our community, they do automatically have this unconventional non-expense. Right. And it also, I guess, means that if you are thinking about having children and you also want to have a geo-liberated life, you may want to think about the timing, right? What can you do now before you have or start your family and maybe even taking into consideration that having a family is a part of your geo-liberated plan. So you want to think about those expenses and how you want to do that. 
before you start having a family. And now a quick word from our sponsor. Capital One's checking and savings accounts have no fees and no minimums. And with one of the best saving rates in America, you can rest easy watching your money grow with no fees to bring you down. You can open an account in about five minutes, which means you are only about five minutes away from getting your savings to grow with one of the nation's best rates. Now, this next one is one that John struggles with on a regular basis, especially when we're walking down the street in, and through parks in many of the cities that we visit, or he sees things on his Facebook or Instagram feed. John's puppies' ovaries are churning pretty hard right now. <laughs> like no one's business. I need to get me some puppies. <laughs> but again, this is another expense that we've, we've actually never had this expense. Um, but we've realized in helping other people while we're doing these house sits and taking care of their animals that that is an added expense that a lot of people have. Uh, we don't have to pay for uh, doggy daycare like some of our friends and family pay for. Uh, we don't have to get pet insurance or incur the random shock of having to pay for some sort of health care, emergency care for your a pet. So that's just simply a, an expense that we don't have. When we do travel, even if it's just for a week or so, we don't have to worry about who's going to take care of our dogs. Are we going to pay a friend to take care of them? Are we going to have to get somebody to do a house sit for us? Or are we going to put a dog in a kennel? These are expenses and concerns that we don't have at this point. But again, this is probably uh, the clock is ticking on that one. <laughs> it definitely is. So the fourth conventional expense that we have foregone is one that hits me a little harder. <laughs> and uh, that is car payments. Now, we have not had a car payment since I think it's sometime around 2013 was when we made our last car payment. And it's 2019. The average new car payment in the United States is pushing $550. The average used car payment in the United States is pushing $500. So just think about it. Whether it's new or used, you're spending roughly between $6,000 and $6,600 a year on car payments. What kind of vacation could you take for $6,000 to $6,600? Even if it's a month-long vacation, that's a pretty nice vacation. So when people ask us, how can you afford to do this? This is one of the big things that we say, is that we've foregone having car payments or spending anywhere between five, six, seven thousand dollars $7,000 a year. That trade-off really has afforded us the ability to travel significantly more. Right. So when people think, you know, are you guys just rich and fortunate and lucky? And yeah, we do have a lot of benefits in our lives, a lot of good things going on for us. But again, we don't, have, we don't incur a lot of these expenses that many people feel like they must have. Um, and so that's the trade-off that we're making. But then on the flip side, that's a trade-off that other people are making, right? If you choose to have children, if you choose to have a car or cars, if you choose to have pets or multiples of all of those, then you might be foregoing the geo-liberated lifestyle, you might not be able to go to Spain for three months. You might not be able to go to Spain for a month or whatever it is, whatever country or city it is that you want to go to. In everything in life, we all have uh, to make decisions and every decision has its own consequences. And so we've made certain decisions that have their own consequences, but also has a positive side from our perspective for us too. Yeah. Now, when it comes to not, not taking on those conventional expenses that has freed up a lot of cash in our budget. 
What have we done with that cash? <laughs> well, this is the third big thing for us when it comes to getting to or achieving this geo-liberated opportunity is that we've saved the cash for travel. We have made sure that we didn't shift those expenses uh, or the money we've saved from those expenses to other things in life that we want or desire. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we've been saving money and we've set aside a significant amount of money for our travel. And that has been one of the big things that has allowed us to save enough money to actually afford the living part when it comes to being in Spain. Now, one of the things we want to suggest is that you save money in a separate account, what we call an arm's length away. Arm's length means that literally you can't reach it with your arm. And that means like you can't you write a check, you can't use an ATM, uh, you cannot swipe a card, you cannot use the money in that account simply by getting using your hand. You're going to actually have to use your feet to get to that account. And what that basically means is you're going to have to go to that location. So we want to encourage you to not have your savings account for a geo-liberated life or any sort of big expense, even emergency savings, at the same place where you typically bank. Right. Put that far enough away from you that you actually have to get in the car, drive to the bank or the credit union, walk into the teller and ask for your money. Having that buffer of time makes it a little bit harder for you to, to actually go and do that to, to make a purchase for something that you're not actually intending to purchase. Kind of satiates those spontaneous expenses or spontaneous purchases. And then number four, Mr. Altenschneider. Well, I just want to go back for a second. When it comes to creating that separate account, and uh, we want to encourage you all to take a look at the Capital One 360 account. Many of you know that this podcast is sponsored by Capital One because they believe in encouraging the LGBT community to live a bigger and better life. So that's why they sponsor this podcast. And so we want to encourage you to take a look at that Capital One 360 account. It's an account that you can open up in about five minutes on your phone or via a computer. And then they also do not have minimums or fees on their accounts when it comes to maintaining the account, which means your money is going to grow a little bit faster than many other checking or savings accounts. Now, the big one when it comes to actually getting there, <laughs> this is some travel hacking. So for us, the flights to Spain cost us a whopping $187 for both of us to travel round trip. You probably are asking yourselves, how do you do that? And the reality is, is that John and I do travel hacking with our credit cards. Now, you know, we've, we talk about credit cards being what we call swimming in the deep end financially. They can really hurt you financially if you don't know how to swim or if you don't know how to use them. But if you do know how to use them and you can use them wisely and prevent being charged a bunch of fees, then you can use the credit cards to actually help you travel and get there for pretty cheap. Now, the $187 round trip is basically the taxes that it costs for us. And I wanted to share with you that in this particular instance, we used the American Airlines MasterCard. And the reason why I suggest that is that we have many of our expenses from our business go through one credit card or two, actually two separate credit card accounts. But that allows us to build up a significant 
amount of miles that we can then use. Now, the American Airlines MasterCard, the one that we use to get the miles that we are, are using for this trip, is one that we signed up for a significant time ago. There are a lot of great cards out there right now that you can use for business or for personal use that would allow you to get to the location that you wanted to live in or spend time for your geo-liberated life. In the show notes, I'll link up two of our favorite offers right now. So if you want to get there, uh, you know, many, many people say that the expense of getting there is what prevents them. There are ways to travel hack your way there. One of them is through credit card reward miles. All righty. So there you have it. There are our, our four big points from this particular episode that we created a business that lets us live and work from anywhere, that we don't assume conventional expenses that many people do, that we've saved cash to travel, and our flights getting there, getting to Spain, cost us $187. So one of the most important aspects of wanting to live any kind of life that defies the norm is planning ahead. And that's exactly what we've done. Uh, whether it's a micro sabbatical, a couple of months living in a new city, or a mini retirement for a year, knowing what you are getting yourself involved in at least three months in advance can really help you achieve what you want in an affordable and less stressful way. So we started our planning for this way more than three months ago. It's actually, this is, uh, we started, really kind of started planning this and put the seed in our heads when we were in Spain in 2018. In uh, September of 2018 was when we started to think about this, being there for a little bit more time. And along the way, we've made some decisions. So speaking of affordable, <laughs> we have five more steps that we're going to share with you in two weeks that will show you how we've made Spain affordable on our entrepreneurial income. So make sure you come back in two weeks to listen how we did that. So the point of this episode is to show you how with the right planning, the right work, and the living according to what's important to us, not what's important to society, lets us live the lives we want. We haven't had a car payment in nearly six years. We don't have a home and we don't make mortgage payments or need to maintain a home. The newest clothes we purchased were at H&M months ago and we bought those on sale. These aren't sacrifices for us though because these purchases don't necessarily fuel our souls even though many people need these things. Remember, focus on your hopes and dreams and not on what your friends, family, or Instagram tells you. Thanks again for listening to Queer Money. If you like this show, share it with one of your friends or leave us a review. We'll see you next week. To learn more about how our sponsor, Capital One, is reimagining their local spaces and experiences to have banking better fit your life, visit www.capitalone.com and follow them on social at Capital One Cafe. From Los Angeles, California to Winooski, Vermont, we're taking Queer Money on the road. Join us as we gamify personal finance with Queer Money Bingo or catch our signature Live Fabulously, Not Fabulously Broke Talk and so much more in between. Check out QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player regularly for date and location updates.